the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast that I pray is being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Transformation and Manifestation. The Bible teaches us that God loved us enough to accept us just like we were. We were saved by grace through faith, and that not of ourselves, lest any man should boast. But the same God who loved us enough to accept us and save us just the way we were, also loves us way too much to leave us like we were. He never intended for us to stay the people we were. He's always wanted to cause transformation to happen in and with us. Transformations that'll make us more like the powerful people and the godly people he originally designed and intended for us to be. God wants all of us who he saved to experience transformations and manifestations in our lives. So we should want that too. That is all the transformations and all the manifestations that God wants to happen in and with me and you. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Transformations and Manifestation. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. God's goal is to take people like we were and transform us into people like him. And some of y'all know how far that got to go. A people who were nothing like him end up transforming into a people who are just like him. That takes the power of God. That takes the miraculous power of God to be able to manifest. To change people like we was and the people like he want us to be, it's going to take God. But God said, I'm up for the task. I can handle it. What a mighty God you serve. I can do it. Just trust me. Turn to 1 John chapter 3, please. Let's read it out of the Montgomery New Testament. The Montgomery New Testament. It reads verse 2 this way. It says, we are God's children now, beloved. What we shall be has not yet been made manifest. But we know that when we are, when he is manifested, we shall be like him. For we shall see him even as he is. I like this one once again because it says that, uh, that, 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 that what we shall be never yet, has never yet been made manifest has never yet been made manifest. Once again, I don't know about you, but I know what I was going to be before God made me, showed me these things and made me these things. It had not yet been made manifest to me. Therefore, it couldn't be made manifest in me or it could be made manifest for me because it had not been made manifest to me, not yet. I didn't know that this kind of life that I now live could ever be lived by me. I didn't know it. I didn't know 
that I could live the life that I'm living now legally. I didn't know it. I didn't, I didn't know it. I didn't know that the prosperous part, well, excuse me, I knew about the prosperous part. But I didn't know about the living the blessed life as a godly man part. I thought you had to do wrong to be able to live like that. I know I thought you had to at least lie on your taxes. And and and, and, and make up deductions and 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 you know, give me some of the other things you do. You know. Um, I thought I had to come up with fake deductions and stuff, you know. Hallelujah. I thought I I thought I had to do it like that. So we line up like a rug and get nervous when we see a letter from the IRS. Praise God. That's because it had never been made manifest to me. Therefore, it couldn't be made manifest for me. But after I found out about Jesus, that which had never been made manifest was now made manifest to me. Jesus is the door that's opening for me and you. That allows us not just a life into the saved life, but a life to live the saved life too. Because a lot of us have are, are saved, but we don't live saved. But you get a chance to live the saved life, the abundant life, the prosperous life, the peaceful life. Good God Almighty, the powerful life, the victorious life. Who God intended us to be was not made manifest until we got in Jesus. Some of y'all, it wasn't until you was in Jesus for a little while that you begin to start finding out who God wanted you to be. And it's still tripping you out. Stop fighting. Emu. Limu, emu. Stop fighting. Because every time you pick that glass, the glass don't break. It's going to stay right there. All you're going to do is hurt your little beak. Look at your neighbor say, save your beak. Quit being weak and quit fighting. I mean, because some of us just keep on fighting what God's trying to show you about you. You're going to fight what he's going to show you about you. Mm-hmm. But you, can, you need to stop that. Just stop it. Just, just stop it. Just stop it. And go ahead and go with the flow. Because God ain't going to back up. I don't know if you met him yet. Let me tell you a little bit about him. He's the same yesterday and day forever. Theological term is that he's immutable. Hood talk, he's stubborn. He's more stubborn than you. Ask, ask, ask Jacob. He'll tell you. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Yep, that was Jacob. He fought with God all night long trying to get an upper hand on him. It didn't work. He didn't want to walk away with a broke leg. <laughs> Or rephrase, a changed walk. He don't want to walk away with a changed walk. You ain't going to change him. He's going to change you. So, you know, that could have happened at the beginning when he first met him. He could have been like, I, you know, he's like, I'm of, I'm of the Lord. You know what I'm, what do you want me, what do you want your humble servant to be and do? And it could have went easy. Because we can do this the easy way. Oh, y'all know enough about that, huh? We, we, could do, we could do this the hard way, but it's going to get done. So you might as well quit fighting, Limu Emu, and you might as well quit pecking the glass that's trying to show you who you are and just flow with it. Trust the brother.
See, it wasn't until it was made manifest to me that it began to be manifest in me and be made manifest for me. Until It wasn't until it was made manifest to me. God had to make it clear to me. He had to show it to me so that I could see it myself. And then once I see it, once I see it, now I can be it. Once I can see it, like that's what he wants. And if that's what he wants, that's what I want. And then God will transform you. Turn to Psalms number one. That's when it'll begin to manifest in the midst of your life. Some of y'all waiting this thing to be magical. It's not magic. God isn't into magic. God's into transformation. See, the change began to be made manifest in me. I'm talking about me right now. But it's available to you too. And it's the everybody. It's just in the scripture. I just take it personal. I said the change began to be made manifest in me and my life because I changed who I listened to or how of how I should be and what I should do. I changed who I listened to. I used to be hard-headed like you. I ain't listening to nobody unless I found some other ignorant people like me that was in agreement with me. And then even then, I didn't really listen to them. I just harmonized with them. If they had changed it, I wouldn't have listened to them. I, you know, I wouldn't have listened to them. Hallelujah. I ain't listening to nobody. It wasn't until I met the Lord that I began to listen. And I'm so glad I listened. See, anybody began to listen, you, got, you, you became less hard-headed after you met the Lord. Start listening a little bit more. But the key is you got to change who you listen to. Starting with stanza number one, Psalms number one, stanza number one. It says, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of the sinners, nor seateth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. Now see, that's, that, that, that's us right there. If you want a change to happen in your life where God transform your life, you got to change who you listen to. Change who it is that you allow to order and direct your life. That includes not just the people you listen to presently, but some of the people that you listened to in the past. That that lie is still sitting on the inside of you. You got to change who you listen to. See, before the change manifested me in my life, I listened and lived my life according to the counsel of the ungodly. Now, the word counsel right there means advice. Because even then, they didn't tell us what to do. We was hard-headed before we met Christ. We didn't let nobody tell us what to do. They could suggest it real good. They could advise us. But some of us grabbed hold to the advice, and we began to operate according to that advice. By implication, it means plan. By implication, it means plan. Whereas we would listen to their plan rather than God's plan for me and you. We would listen to their plan. And technically speaking, their plan wasn't their plan. Their plan was Satan's plan. Because there's only two plans in this world, God's plan and devil's plans. Either you're going to do it God's way or you're going to do it the devil's way. And because we wasn't listening to God, we was listening to the devil. And the devil would just give you one that would work for you, and then you would go along with it and say, that's a plan. That's what I'm going to do. And it would be the plan of the ungodly. The word ungodly means morally wrong. Morally wrong. Whereas they were just morally wrong. They were just wrong. You can cut the moral part off if you want. They're just wrong. Because morally, it's talking about something, the difference between right and wrong. And they're just wrong. They're wrong, wrong. 
They're wrong about everything that's right and wrong. They're just wrong. It also means, I like this, bad person. Bad person. The ungodly, according to the word of God, is a bad person. There are no bad people. God said there is. He calls them ungodly. They're bad people. Bad people who give bad advice, bad plan. Look, man, if I was you, this is what I would do. Don't listen to that fool, fool. They're going to give you bad advice. Why? Because they're bad people. You don't get good advice from bad people. I say, you don't get good advice from bad people. I, I'm going to keep saying it to somebody saying, man, because I, I need you to get this. You don't get good advice from bad people. Can I put a pause button right here? Before you listen to somebody, you're supposed to scrutinize that person to pay attention to whether you're going to even listen to them. And if they are unsuccessful at what they're giving you advice in, I don't know. Yes, I do. You shouldn't be listening to them. Let me get this right. You're talking to a person that's divorced every time they get married about what to do in your marriage. Okay. You're asking somebody, you're talking to somebody that borrowed something from me and ain't paid me back yet. What you should do about your financial situation. Let me get this right. Kind of like look at what they, that'd be like rolling down your window when you're running into one of them people on the side of the road talking about we'll work for food and say, hey, I got this financial situation. What do you think I should do? They probably say, don't listen to me. That's the best advice I can give you. Don't listen to me. Because that's what I'm doing out here. Now, you got a dollar? Now, we're laughing, but I used to do this. I used to listen to bad people. My listening to and following and living my life according to the advice of bad people contributed to my becoming a bad person. Come on now. Parents in the house say, hey. hey. Especially, you know, those of you who got kids that's grown or act like they grown, think they grown. Praise God. Remember when they were sweet little kids? Y'all remember that? They were so sweet. They just listen to everything you say. Do everything you say, and then you put them in public school. School. You put them in school. Wasn't just public. Put them in school. Because nowadays, Christian schools fill so many heathens, this is incredible sometimes. Ask me why. Because they parents heathens. They just enrolled them in school. That's all. Amen. Anyway. And so, and so, you know, can, could you tell when they started listening to somebody else? So as you start talking to him, you'd be like, that's not my baby. That's not my child. That's somebody else. Who is that that said that? Where you get that from? I, I, I ain't teach you that. I ain't tell you that. Because you can tell the difference. Mm-hmm. Just like I can tell when y'all be talking to somebody else. One conversation, I can tell that you've been listening to somebody else. Because I ain't teach you that. you got a whole other spirit on you now. See, I pray I can tell the difference. Say, so you got a whole nother spirit on you. Oh, no, I'm the same person. No, you ain't. <laughs> mm, no, you ain't. It can be restored. Amen. It also translates person that did wrong. It also, that ungodly. Also translates, person that did wrong. 
So I can testify myself. My listening to and following and living my life according to the advice of people that did wrong contributed to my becoming a person who continuously and increasingly did wrong. Because who you listen to is going to have a huge effect on you. Now, before I changed, I also stood in the way of the sinners. Now, where it standeth, where it says stood in the way of sinners, now where it standeth also translates abides, continues, and stays. Abides, continues, and stays. Whereas I got in the presence of them and stayed there. Now, what you're supposed to do is get in the presence of them, and once you recognize, recognize them, you're supposed to get out of there and get away from them. Hallelujah. But we, some of us stayed there. Laughing with them, <laughs> thinking we're having a good time with them, <laughs> but ain't nothing good gonna come out of it. That's why it's important with the company you keep. You ain't supposed to stand with sinners. I like this. That word "sinners" means criminals. It actually does. It means criminals. One accounted guilty. And I'm thinking, like, is that how I became a criminal? I was hanging out with criminals. Because, you know, birds of a feather flock together. Before I change, according to Scripture, I sat in the seat of the scornful, too. The word scornful means to make mouth at. That is to scoff. To make mouth at. That is to scoff. It also translates mocker. You know, people that mocks the, mock people, mock things, mock the things of God and stuff like that. I know I used to do that. I was guilty than a mug. I used to mock the people of God for sport. I used to have a good time talking about y'all. I'd talk about a Christian in a heartbeat. I'd laugh at them. I'd mock them. I'd make fun of them. I'd, I'd joke about them. I'd act like I was all in with them so I could watch them be silly enough to think I'm all in with them. I'd say a few Christian words, and they'd be like, oh, oh. and I'd be like, you's a fool. I'm for real. But why? Because I hung with mockers. And because I hung out with mockers and sat with mockers, I'm just sitting down there with mockers. I'm just sitting there with mockers. We all laugh. <laughs> look at him one right here. Come on. Look at him. Look at him with that big old Bible. <laughs> look at him. Look at him with that big bun on their head. Because back then they used to wear buns on their head. They rolled their head in a bun. And we like, there go another one. I bet you that's one. They got a bun in their head. Look at him. They're wearing a big old sack. Man, this gunny sack looking dress. Say, hey, hey, you going to church tonight? They like, yeah, you want to come? I say, yeah, just give me the information. <laughs> so I won't come. Just mocking and laughing. God got jokes. He said, you gonna sit there and joke about my people? I'm gonna have you teaching my people. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> we'll see who laugh last. But <laughs> God got jokes like a mug. I'm telling you. He said, now who laughing? <laughs> I'm gonna make you. I'm gonna put my love in in you for them, and you're gonna love my people. <laughs> you'll be sitting there crying about what's happening to them. You're gonna be crying at eighty after you. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you better watch your mouth. You better watch your mouth. Keep talking about me and see what happened to you. You could be <laughs> you can be in ministry serving right next to me too, Praise God. Testify. Praise God. Because <laughs> God got jokes. Praise God. 
But once I stop doing that and begin to start listening to and paying attention to the word of God, transformation started happening. Whole life change. Whole person change. Nothing was the same. I went from stanza number one to stanza number two. Stanza number one says, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. Well, I was... I wasn't blessed. I was operating in the council of the ungodly. And I stood with the stand I stood with the way in the ways of the sin and I sat with the scornful. Mm-hmm. We all sat there, scorning, mocking. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law doth he meditate day and night. That word delight right there means to pleasure or to desire. To pleasure or to desire. So as we pleasure in God's word, we'll begin to pleasure in the awesome changes that God's word will do in the midst of our lives and in us too. Because God's word will change our lives and it will change us too. And we'll pleasure in the changes that is making in me and you. And as we begin to desire the word of God more and more, we'll begin to see the manifestations in us and in our lives that God had in store. And guess what? We'll desire more word so that it can cause more changes to happen to me and you too. I got hooked on the word. I got addicted to the rock. That one had already come pre-lined. Because all you got to do is get it in you. And it'll transform you. Change your mind. It's a mind-altering substance. This is a mind-altering substance. It will change your mind forever. And you'll love it too. Because ain't no high like the most high. You'll be glad that it happened for you. You'll delight in it. Concretely, that word delight means a valuable thing. I like that. A valuable thing. That's when you take it out of the nebulous into the concrete. When you take it out of the, the figurative and all that kind of stuff and bring it into a concrete, tangible thing. It means a valuable thing. That's how we'll see the word of God as we look into it and learn from it more and more. We'll begin to see it as a valuable thing. And we'll see everything attached to it a valuable thing. Why are you going to church? Because I'm going to get that valuable thing. Why y'all sit up in that church? Because there's a valuable thing up in there waiting on me. Value to the point that then eventually it'll, it'll raise to the point that it'll exceed the value of everything else that you have. And you'll go for it rather than everything else. There was a time, praise God, that I was so so much into sports that if there was an opportunity to go to a sports game, praise God, instead of coming to church, it was a heartbeat that I'm going to be going to the sports game. It's going to be the church. Are you serious? I'm going to see this team, that team, this team, and that team. But now, offer me something. And it's during the same time as a church service. Same time I can get the word. I'll just smile at you. Say thank you. No, thank you. Because I want this word. It's a valuable thing. They can't change my life. This can. They can't alter my life and transform my life. This can. Well, that's all that we have time for today. I hope that you are blessed with what the word of God had to say. I hope that you're seeing there really are transformations and manifestations that God wants to bring into the lives of me and you. More importantly, I hope that you're becoming more willing to cooperate with God so that he can cause the transformations and manifestation to happen in the lives of me and you. So come on, saints of God. Let's let God do what he wants to do in the lives of me and you. 
Let's let God bring to pass the transformations and manifestations that he has planned for me and you. So if you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after sofa. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be blessed when you do, and we will too. We invite all of the sisters in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Blessed Women of God Breakfast Fellowship this Saturday morning. It's an all-you-can-eat breakfast at the Brothers from Word of Faith. Prepare for the Sisters of Word of Faith. That's the best breakfast in town. It's one of my sisters that you don't want to turn down. Then after we feed you naturally, we're going to feed you spiritually too with a powerful word from God straight from heaven just for the sisters. That's including you. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 9.30 a.m. sharp and it ends at 12 noon. Don't be late. That's if you want to play. Child care is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP transportation service is available for this too. Don't miss this awesome opportunity to allow the brothers of word of faith to treat you like the queens you are by preparing for you and serving you a breakfast fit for the role to you are. So come on through and bring a couple sisters with you when you do. You'll be so glad you did, and they will too. So come on through and let the brothers of Word of Faith be a blessing to you at the Blessed Women of God Breakfast Fellowship this Saturday morning at Word of Faith SA. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.